Hi, I'm Gabby, the Happy Holiday Girl. Who says you have to wait until certain times of the year to get to celebrate? When every day's a holiday, we can combat stress and have more opportunities to have fun with our friends and family. Come celebrate with me, and together we can live a holiday life. Hey, what's going on, holiday lifers? It's your girl, Gabby, and today is Origami Day. Origami, the beautiful Japanese folded paper art form, began as a religious ceremonial tradition and is now enjoyed by artists and children all over the world. Japanese legend states that if you make 1,000 paper cranes over the course of a year, you'll be granted a wish to come true, and my wish is for my listeners today. My hope is that through learning about origami's peace, beauty, and history, you'll be compelled to have more compassion and joy in your life today. There's a lot to cover, so let's get ready. Stay tuned. To start things off, PBS.org says that paper was first invented in China around 105 AD and was brought to Japan by monks in the 6th century. Handmade paper was a luxury item only available to a few, and paper folding in ancient Japan was strictly for ceremonial purposes, often religious in nature. It wasn't until paper was produced at a larger scale, making it more affordable for the general population around the Edo period in 1603 that paper folding was extended to recreational activities as well. Although it is typically attributed to the Japanese, Study.com says historians speculate that the practice of paper folding is most likely as old as paper itself, so the Chinese probably practiced some form of paper folding before the Japanese. PBS.org continues to say that written instructions for paper folding first appeared in 1797 with Akisato Rito's Simbazuru Arikata, or Thousand Crane Folding. By the late 1800s, the term for paper folding had morphed from orikata, folded shapes, to origami. Now what's interesting is that other countries were also intrigued with paper and its folding potentials as well, including Europeans and South Americans. Apparently, the Moors brought mathematically-based paper folding to Spain around the 12th century and developed their own artistic practice of paper folding called papiroflexia or pajarita. PBS.org says, by the 1800s, kindergarten-aged children in Europe and Japan were learning paper folding. It was actually the German educator and inventor of kindergarten, Friedrich Frubel, who helped spread the art of paper folding around the world by teaching it to children. Britannica.com says, Frubel was an avid proponent of paper folding and its educational benefits. Three basic types of folds are associated with him. The folds of life, basic folds that introduced kids to paper folding, the folds of truth, teaching basic principles of geometry, and the folds of beauty, more advanced folds based on squares, hexagons, and octagons. And Frubel was not the only contributor to the paper folding arts. Britannica.com says Spanish author and philosopher Miguel de Unamuno was also significant in spreading origami's popularity. He was a celebrated paper folder who could be found in cafes making paper birds. He discussed paper folding in numerous works, including Amor y Pedagogia, 1902, Love and Pedagogy, and even used it as a metaphor for his deeper discussions of science, religion, philosophy, and life. I never would have known that a piece of paper could have such deep meaning. <laughs> and the art of paper folding has definitely gone to the next level with today's technology. Ex-NASA laser scientist Robert Lang makes origami sculptures that are only 500 microns big. That's literally only approximately two hundredths of an inch or 2% of an inch. Vice.com says Lang uses computer-powered calculations to design origami sculptures no humans could possibly create with bare hands. 
He's made the smallest origami sculptures in the world and even applied his craft to a space project involving compacted solar panels that unfolded once on an orbital satellite. And Vice.com goes on to say that not all of his creations are tiny. Quote, his work is on display at museums the world over, including a 14-foot-long origami pteranodon, his largest piece, many of his projects, including a praying mantis, hummingbird, and owl, all meticulously crafted and stunning in their own right, are composed of a single sheet of paper, folded dozens or sometimes hundreds of times through the aid of technology. Lang creates his complex origami figures with his design program, Dreammaker. And to make origami impactful for today, I want to close today's podcast with the legend of a thousand cranes I mentioned earlier. Wikipedia.org says that, quote, an ancient Japanese legend promises that anyone who folds a thousand origami cranes will be granted a wish by the gods. Some stories believe you are granted happiness and eternal good luck instead of just one wish, such as long life or recovery from illness or injury. This makes them popular gifts for special friends and family. The crane in Japan is one of the mystical or holy creatures. Others include the dragon and the tortoise, and is said to live for a thousand years. That is why 1,000 cranes are made, one for each year. In some stories, it is believed that the thousand cranes must be completed within one year, and they must all be made by the person who is to make the wish at the end." End quote. The thousand cranes got a lot of attention in the 1950s with the death of a Japanese little girl named Sadeko Sasaki. When the atomic bomb dropped on Hiroshima in 1945, the impact of the bomb threw two-year-old Sasaki out of her home's window. Her mother ran to find her with no apparent injuries, but soon, together she and Sasaki were caught in the aftermath of the bomb's black rain when fleeing for cover. Several years after the bombing, cases of leukemia were arising in the Japanese population, especially among young children. Wikipedia.org says that, by the early 1950s, it was clear that the leukemia was caused by radiation exposure. Wikipedia continues to say that, in August 1955, she was moved into a room with a girl named Kiyo, a junior high school student who was two years older than her. It was shortly after getting this roommate that cranes were brought to her room from a local high school club. Sasaki's father, Shigo, told her the legend of the cranes, and she set herself a goal of folding a thousand of them, which was believed to grant the folder a wish. Although she had plenty of free time during her days in the hospital, Sasaki lacked paper, so she used medicine wrappings and whatever else she could scrounge, including going to other patients' rooms to ask for the paper from their get-well presents. Her best friend, Chizuku Hamamoto, also brought paper from school for Sasaki to use. In an alternate version of her story, it says that Sasaki wasn't able to meet the goal of a thousand cranes before her passing, and that friends of hers helped complete the thousand crane wish and buried them with her. But sadly, Sasaki's older brother, Masahiro Sasaki, says she actually exceeded the goal of a thousand cranes by the end of August 1955 and actually had folded 300 more by the time of her death. Wikipedia also says, in 1958, a statue of Sasaki holding a golden crane was unveiled in the Hiroshima Peace Memorial Park. At the foot of the statue is a plaque that reads, this is our cry, this is our prayer, peace in the world. Seattle Peace Park in Washington is also home to a statue of Sasaki and stands as a reminder to the world of the consequences of nuclear war. In honor of Sasaki, August 6th is celebrated in Japan as annual peace day. And now it's time for our activity of the day. In honor of Origami Day, start the 1000 Crane Challenge. If you make just three cranes every day, you'll exceed the goal and more importantly, you can use the time as a moment to reflect on your day and just be peaceful. 
Once you achieve the goal, you can gift your finished project to a good cause or to a child in your community who may be feeling unwell. The gesture will be appreciated by whichever cause you choose to donate it to by helping raise awareness for their cause or will bring a smile to the child's face that you choose to donate it to. And just so you know, the cranes are supposed to be exposed to the elements. It's said as they break and dissolve, the wish is released. Happy wishing. And so, what do you think? Is origami something you believe is worth celebrating? Head on over to happyholidaylife.com to leave me a voice message of how you celebrate it today. You might hear yourself on a future episode. When you're there, you'll also have the opportunity to join Club Holiday. There you can sign up to receive a free monthly calendar full of fun activities for every day. If you like my podcast, please be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcast, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcast from. You can follow me on social media by using at a holiday life on Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest, and at the happy holiday life on Instagram. Keep celebrating the holidays, stay safe, and live a holiday life. I'll talk to you tomorrow.